Thank you, Max, for that marvelous introduction. <laughs> Sisters, it's time. We are here today on a science seating to discuss. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It's a cult classic, an amazing piece of film. And I have some amazing ladies here to share it with me. <laughs> Blow me. I have Sister Brooke from Australia. And to Hi, my Brooke. right, to my right, your left, wherever, whatever you're watching, the vivacious <laughs> Lady Vera here to join me. But I we are, we are here. We are ready friend. to discuss. Ooh. We have Vera's got friends. We all need a familiar for this one. Because we are going back, 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 back to 1993. <laughs> Hello, Miss Anne. She's joined hey, us. <laughs> so we are going all the way back to 1993, a lifetime ago for some of us, Ellie. <laughs> and we are discussing, as I said, a cult classic, a kids' movie that has rapidly become you know something that is much loved especially around this time of the year we are discussing hocus pocus yes that's right starring the one and only miss bet midler sarah jessica parker kathy the jimmy omri katz thora birch and vanessa shaw now I don't even know where to begin. I do. When <laughs> was the first time that we have seen this movie? Starting with the lovely Brooke. When do you remember seeing this movie first? Oh, gosh. Look, I saw it. Um, I remember sitting in a lounge. I can't tell you how old I was. I've got to be honest. Um, but I was sitting in the lounge room with my dad, and he quite quickly told me it was shit. Um, <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it. I saw it as a kid, so... Look, I would have been maybe about, yeah, 11-ish, kind of 12-ish area. But, yeah, I love this movie so much. So Beautiful. Much. Vera, you've had the unique um, experience of seeing this as an adult. I did. I was just a smidge older. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was 22 when it came out. Oh, I wow. I see it in theaters, though. I didn't see it until oh, yeah. it came on HBO, so it was probably I was probably twenty four. Well, there you go. And the first I time about... I saw it, I was a smidge scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you are not the best horror horror movie person, are you? In I'm general, not, but I love this movie. <laughs> I know. So I remember, yeah, this is a childhood childhood movie that, you know, I, I definitely remember being on high rotation. Hello, Jody. This one I remember seeing, and it, this one's a little bit special because, um, as I've said on other movie shows, uh, my my parents were big or are big Bette Midler fans, huge, huge, huge. So I had seen pretty much everything she'd done. And this movie was kind of the first movie that was mine of hers, if you get what I mean. Like it had come out oh. when it had come out in my time. It was a, a, a movie aimed for kids and she's, you know, fantastic in it. Let's not pretend that she isn't. But I remember this one being on home video and, 
a constant rental. This movie has never actually left my life since it came in. I, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely watch it at least once a year. This is this is definite Halloween viewing. I would say every at this year. point I watch it two or three times a year. I was going <laughs> to say yeah, if it's safe in our house. Yeah, it has that comfort blanket viewing kind yes. of thing, doesn't it? You're like, oh, yes. I know. Uh, even you know, from the you... even from the opening titles, like it's just all of this is just the book and that that yellow like gold writing. I go, I did it last night when I sat down to watch it. I put on Disney Plus and and I came out and I went, oh, I exhaled into the lounge. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's I like that. I think that's cool that your body, your body even remembers stuff like that. Yes. You go, I know this. I know what this feeling is. It's a I visceral reaction. Yeah, I have this movie on DVD and Blu-ray somewhere amongst my things and on Disney Plus. So I definitely have this movie. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's it's in the zeitgeist. But yeah, definitely this one is essential October viewing or September October yes. viewing. It's good. I think it. I think especially for for kids, there's so much designed for you know the teen slash adult market around that time of the year. It's good that they have this, and it's not just it's multi generational now. Yeah, especially especially with the new one days away. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> days away from releasing. No, I, I can't wait. <laughs> I know. We'll talk more about it in, at the end, but we'll, we're just going to have a little trip down memory lane and talk about the best parts of this film. Um, if you're watching, please feel free to join and share your opinions. I'm going to say, if you haven't seen Hocus Pocus, the 1993 original, please pause the podcast it. and come back. But you should. You should have seen it by now, guys. It's like, a good one. It's literally nearly 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> So we open on <laughs> we open on October the thirty first, sixteen ninety three, in Salem, Massachusetts, where when one Vera young... was born. <laughs> oh, <laughs> blows yeah. there. Yes, <laughs> one young master Thackeray Big. I think I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, he arises from his slumber to find his his young sister missing, his young sister Emily missing yes. and descending into the woods where the witches who live on the outskirts of town are conjuring. Very kind of um creepy and episodic, like like very epic, like beginning. You can tell yes. that Disney threw some money on it because they made a whole village for an aerial shot. <laughs> to like, like Salem don't look like that nowadays, kids. No, it <laughs> but they they made that that whole village much like the TV show Salem, which was um, a little bit different to this. I wouldn't mm-hmm. suggest the crossover unless you're an adult. <laughs> they made this whole village, <laughs> and it was it was very very cute. Now this is this is Thackeray, Thackeray Binks. Now we have um. We have the contra- first controversy of the film. A lot of people think think his name is Zachary, oh, yes. but it is with a Z or a Z. But it is T H Zachary Binks. Very ye oldie 
Englishy name. Very oldy Englishy. I want the but, backstory on the friend he's sleeping with when he wakes up and realizes his sister's gone. They're not the same <laughs> bed. They're not the same bed, Vera. It's his next door neighbor. This is why I love you. Vera's doing some kind of... It's like, wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not a kid's movie. It's not a movie I'd want my kids to watch. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> behind the scenes, so literally. <laughs> Sorry. This is where we. This is where we first come across the dreaded Sanderson sisters. Yes. <gasps> Winifred, Sarah, and Mary are, th- are three old spinsters <laughs> spending a quiet night at home, <laughs> sucking the lives out of the children of Salem, as they so eloquently put it. How do we know they're spinsters? Well, that's what they say. That's yeah, what they, they, call themselves. they call themselves spinsters, so we will oh, go okay. with that. And they abduct, as we said, poor Emily is coaxed. We find ourselves yeah. finding out later Doesn't on. Doesn't she bewitched? Isn't she under that little song? She is bewitched. She has, which we find out later. Sarah's Sarah's got the pipes, which is funny because she's not the singer, but she was Annie on Broadway, so she got to be able to sing. She was, and she was also Princess Winifred. So they are here to suck the life out of the children of Salem. To make themselves young and beautiful again, as we see, they are removing the essence here from young Emily Binks. Now, this this was sinister and creepy, and it was so get, scary. Uh, yeah, it was it was kids, kids, yeah, scary for kids, and definitely oh, um, <laughs> and we had the we had the mummy, we had the the comedy in there straight away as well. Mm-hmm. You can tell, like. The casting of this is just so brilliant. Like, I, I yes. don't know how you would get a better combination of people. Like, they're just like, yeah, chuck them together. And magic happens. So yeah. it's just like, oh, I can't. I, this makes me so happy every time. So, uh, we we are yeah. They're sucking the lives out of the children of Salem, as Thackeray breaks in to save his sister, but can't save too her late. or himself. Too late, too late, and he is turned into a cat. Now, this is the one of our first, um, our first groovy talking black cat of the nineties, because <laughs> we got we got another one coming later in Sabrina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was good. Anything Bet and Kathy do together is going to be amazing, right? Thank you. I feel like Kathy and Jimmy. Kathy and Jimmy was having a great time too. She had sister act out as well at the same time, so she was having a, she was having a she big was. bump there. I like it. Great nineties. The townspeople of Salem, <laughs> have, as they are, as they are wont to do, pick up their, <laughs> pick up their torches and pitchforks and gather. But look, just look at the background of this set. That's not a cheap set. They've they've definitely chucked some money out. Oh, for but Disney. Cor- yeah. For Disney. You gotta remember this is early, this is 90s Disney as well. The Sanderson sisters declare a well, curse the upon house. the town. They set again. Yes, they have. They they use they double up, which is cool. But they uh they 
they and their magical book. Well, let's talk about the book because this always oh. creeps me out. Book with the moving eye that we that is bound in human skin. I think we're meant to um imply. Yes. I think <laughs> infer so from that, like it mm-hmm. with the stitching together. It's very. It looks like the Necronomicon for kids, <laughs> just with an eyeball <laughs> in it. Which is also scary, the book. That'd be a nice uh, crossover between um, Evil Dead and Hocus Pocus. I'm sure that'd be very, very exciting. (laughs) But the curse, the book, and and Winifred and her sisters curse the town that they will return and take the lives of the children of Salem as the drums are kicked out from them. The dad kicks the pigs. Yeah, and this is where we find out that poor Thackeray Binks, nobody ever knew what happened to him. He just disappeared into the pages of history, never to be seen mm-hmm. again. Where we arrive at... Cat has got my tongue! <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. Why? Why is she so good? She is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So we are in the modern day now. In this is literally filmed in Salem. I forgot until I watched this movie. This this was filmed on location. This movie was filmed on location, location. Like mm-hmm. you look at it. I know where that is. I've been there before. I know where that is. I don't know where that is. And I can't and wait to go there. We're definitely. Take yes, we are going to be there very very soon. In three weeks, we should be there. That's amazing. But if you have ever been to Salem, this definitely catches the vibe because yes. of the beautiful houses, the small streets, that it's kind of rural, coastal, small townish, but there's very something New Englandy. Something in the air. You can't deny that there is something in the air. It's a very different place. And we catch that straight from the beginning when we find out that Max Dennison has been exiled from California by his parents to live to live in Salem at Halloween. How horrible for the young man. But let's talk about the house. I mean, if I lived in this house, I'd be a happy kid. That's a great house. And we can find it when we're there. Yes, it's a real house. It's still in Salem. It's a real house. They are real houses. It's exciting. Um, I just love the little widow's walkie peaky thing up the top there. Look out. Yes, like, it's actually look a, out over the Yep, for the whaling wives. Yeah, look out over the bay for your husband to come home from the sea, yeah. but he never returns. It's very tragic. Mm-hmm. Very tragic, but a nice house. They so never Max talk is about a non believer. This is the house. You know? Who does the repairs? I need to know these things. <laughs> So Max is a non-believer, but he does believe in love. Where he gets a little crush and on Alison and her yabos, yeah. which are which are um, she's very. I didn't realize she's very stereotypical nineties pretty girl, isn't she, Vanessa yeah, Shaw? She is dead, dead straight hair, <laughs> like never. She's like she looks a bit Hillary Swankish in this movie to me. I was like. Hillary she Swank, does, but you? prettier. I'm, I'm not a big... I don't consider Hillary to be a beauty. <laughs> now, do we know who was originally meant to be Max, but had to decline? 
Was it Matthew Broderick? No, think no. bigger. Think big. Think huge. Tom Cruise? No, I'm joking. Big star that was a teenage, a teenager slash young adult in the early 90s. Do you give up? Oh, I do. Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio was coming. Oh, that would have been a Leonardo DiCaprio was originally Max, but then had to pass because he had other filming commitments. I think it would have been oh. a very different movie with Leo. Uh, yeah. I wonder what his feelings are about having passed. Oh, Jodie's on to me. She knows oh. what's going on. Good girl. <laughs> I think he did all right. I, I think he's doing all right. There's a lot of groundswell for Leo's earlier oh, yes. work going on now. Um, people are finally starting to. I don't, people mustn't have seen what's in your Gilbert Grape. I've seen that movie so many times. I love I that love movie so much. Yeah, I, know. I know. People are, I think. See, oh. I thought modern audiences would be a little bit upset with Leonardo DiCaprio because of, you know, his portrayal of someone with superpowers. Yeah. Um, but he's still, you can't, he's brilliant. He's he so does it so respectfully. I think it's perfect. I think it's amazing, yeah. I think. But yeah. that's not and the then, movie where it's done. No, 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 but this is all tangential. It's all happening around the same time. And, you know, I, I generally feel like his career is, his body of work is magnificent. But go ahead, sorry. That's all right. No, it's, it's, I, everyone caught me mid sip. <laughs> oh, look. Ah, uh, Jody had a bit of a crush on Leo. I think everyone yeah. did. That floppy boy 90s hair that everyone loves so much. Floppy, floppy hair. <laughs> and we find out that Max not only has a love interest, but he has nemesis in town already nemesis. which <laughs> nemesis and i forget about these guys every time until the movie comes on and then i go oh my god that's right my name's jay this is ice <laughs> i mean like, they are so stereotypical 90s yes. movies i oh my love god. it but hilarious like how is, like, they are so funny. Like, I think they share a brain cell between them, but that's what's meant to be. One. Just the one. Poor Max gets rolled, we would say in Australia. Stolen. Rolled. <laughs> he gets he rolled, rolled for his shoes. Gets rolled for his Nikes, and there's no peace at home for poor Max either. No peace at home because. Dun, dun, dun. We have his little sister. And his parents just don't understand. Danny. Danny. My parents don't understand me and my little sister is a brat. And Thora Birch, you deserve a medal. I love her in this movie. She is everyone's little sister in this movie, right? She mm -hmm. is. She's so, she's so cute, but she's such a good actress. And then. Not long after this, she did now and then. Like, she had a great 90s as well. I'm very upset that, uh, not upset, I'm a little bit disappointed that the original cast, these guys, aren't in the new movie. Apparently, mm. the story shifted from what it was going to be to what it is now. So they were well, originally intended. Inclusive. Get a few yeah. people of color. 
they were ready. They were going to bring them back, but from we'll talk about it a little bit later. I think that there might be plans to follow up on Hocus Pocus two quite quickly, from what I've been hearing while we still have the cast around. <laughs> but, yeah, Danny is the quintessential little sister who has to be taken trick-or-treating because, you know, she needs a chaperone because the full moon and the werewolves are out. They yeah. will get her. Max is not feeling it because he's also <laughs> those awkward teenage years where, you know, he can't be seen as uncool. But as they trick-or-treat around town. They run into the bullies again, but they also run into Alison at her parents' <laughs> Halloween party. She, she's... <laughs> I, I don't know how they got that performance out of um out of little Thora, but she's just like, oh, Alison. It's like, oh, okay. Come on, come on. And, and Allison reveals to, to Danny that her mother worked or used to work at the Witch Museum, which is the Sanderson's former home. Mm-hmm. Max, the non-believer, convinces Allison and Danny to break in to the house and makes the mortal mistake of lighting. The black flame candle. Because here's the virgin as foretold in the book. A virgin black black flame candle. And then we get all kinds of hullabaloo and mischief breaking out as the Sanderson sisters are reborn. (laughs) Back ready to go. And this is where it gets funny real quick. Like they, the the my favorite part of favorite parts of this movie are the time anachronism stuff that they do. Like Sarah Jessica Parker going, <gasps> <laughs> and if you had if you weren't paying attention at the beginning, you're like, oh okay. She finds her rat tail that she leaves there at the beginning yes. of the movie. You're like, oh, okay, cool. She, she, 300 years later, she's like, oh, my lucky rat tail. <laughs> even, even Mary's like, I told you I left this cauldron on. Didn't I tell you I left this cauldron on? It's like, oh, they left her. So they discover the trio eventually <laughs> of children because Mary has the unique power of smelling out children but they are foiled already already they, they're kind of put aback especially by um, Max the Great and his flame <laughs> he summons flame from his hand <laughs> and summons the burning rain of death that's right <laughs> the burning, burning rain of death it's a burning rain of death <laughs> I love <laughs> The reaction, the reaction from the three of them is so quality. And they're running around, and they're running around like idiots. And the more I, I kind of tried to pay attention to the background a lot more. And I'm not a Sarah Jessica Parker fan by any stretch of the means, but God, she does a lot with not a lot. She's always she- doing something. She's got. She's a good background girl. Like for those of us that have been supporting cast, she's got cast, a lot of Broadway credits. 
Yeah. She grew but up. Those are sort of being on stage supporting cast, and you're like, I don't have a lot to do. I've got to create stuff to yeah, do yeah. in the background. She gets the assignment. She is so fun. Like some of the stuff she does, it can't have been <laughs> scripted. It has right. to. It feels like, especially as you know, as actors and people that have performed, some of that feels like impro that has made yep. its way into the script. And it's like, I amuck, love amuck, it. Amuck, amuck. <laughs> the humor and the stupidity they put into the characters is what makes it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's what makes the movie this is what makes the movie great as well is that it walks that line of it's funny for kids it's, and it's funny for adults too. There are yeah. lines and situations in this movie where you're like hey, I didn't get that the first time. Yeah. That's, that's, oh yeah. That makes, that makes the movie quality when you can go back and watch it again and get something different from it. And you're like, oh, I see you. Man. So um, they figure out the birdie rate of death. Tis but water! <laughs> as, they go, as, they go, as they go to chase the, the kids that got away, only to find a river has sprung up in front of, in front of their house. The look between Mary and Winifred where they just chuck her in. She's like, my girl. <laughs> Sarah's gone. <laughs> Just firm as stone, firm as stone. <laughs> and again, the, the lifting of the dress. That pause, that pause, as the fire engines come, they have the reaction time to go <laughs> and bugger off. Every time. Every time gets me. It's just those little pauses where you go, you can see, you can see the characters having a thought, and they go, "Oh God!" <laughs> but the scream. Anytime that that you know they scream and run is my favorite part of this movie, and luckily it happens about <laughs> seventeen times. So it's. <laughs> this is where we get our revelation, or the the kids get their revelation that the cat that they encountered is one reincarnated Thackeray Binks. Well, not reincarnated, cursed. Sorry, oh, like he's not reincarnated. Because he never died. Cursed, he never died. He is, he is but a cat. A sassy cat at that. And this is the movie that made, this is one of the movies that made everyone want a black cat, right? They're like, yeah. I need that. I need that. Just in case he starts talking like, like any kind of normal black cat does, I guess. Right? No? My black cat doesn't talk unless someone draws. Just saying. <laughs> I love a black cat. I love a black cat. <laughs> so the witches eventually track them down to the hallowed ground of Salem Cemetery where they cannot enter for they are witches. They can't get to them, but somebody else can. This Winifred summons yes. her ex-lover, Billy Butcherson. Who had his mouth sewn shut so he couldn't <laughs> tell her secrets. Now, and this is something that you don't necessarily get on the first time. I think um, Sarah might have had a bit of a fling with Billy as well. From what yeah, we gather, yeah, they say it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, but you don't necessarily catch it the first run through. 
You're like, and then the, the little uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is just ready to go. This whole movie, she's like, I'm yeah. gonna shake <laughs> everyone. <laughs> she's running. It is a maka maka So yes, Billy Butcher said the zombie of of the piece is after the kids with his so shut now. Ooh. So Mary can no longer smell the children because they are, you know, covered and gone underground, as you yeah. do. As you do. And what was the 90s and kids spending time in sewers? <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> we wanted turtles, we wanted zombies, we wanted talking cats. Everything existed in the sewers back in the day. So th th exactly, yeah, right. I forgot about that. What is it? Uh, line of Winifred's sisters. Halloween has become a night of frolic. <laughs> I can't remember that ex exact line. That, but so that's the thing about this movie as well. It is so quotable. There are so it is memeable. Yeah. Before it was memes, like another yeah. glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> See that so. <laughs> So we get the revelation that the spell that Winifred casts brings them only back for Halloween unless mm -hmm. they can suck the life of at least one child before sunrise. I wonder who they're after. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the fatal flaw in the Sanderson sisters. They take everything. That is personally. the fatal flaw. The fatal flaw. But this is my, and I, I don't know that it is anyone else's favorite part, but <laughs> they get summoned to the school. And they get put in the kiln. They, they get put in the kiln with the. With the uh, how to speak French, it's French, isn't it? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, it's French. How to speak French on tape, and she's like, Well, sure, what of my favorites is Kathy Nuchimi's moment when she goes, I smell baked scrod, <laughs> it's a bottom feeder. You put butter in yeah. it, comes <laughs> <laughs> And they get they get killed. They get burnt again. Oh, well, they were burnt. They were hung the first time. They get burnt, and their energy disperses through Salem. And the kids think that they've they've won. They think they're they easy. Won, yeah. After, yeah, you know, but they haven't. <laughs> they haven't. Yeah, that part's um, never really explained how they come back down the chimney and push. I think it's because that might be part of the spell. Is that they for that one night they are they are untouchable until sunrise <laughs> i love that they come back smoking and bet yeah. and bet can speak french <laughs> i want my book <laughs> i want my book she sounds a bit a bit count dracula-ish it makes me happy uh but another part another favorite part is as i said seeing these witches have to deal with the modern world now yes. we saw them fly. We fly, of course. Winifred has the broom. <laughs> Sarah 
<laughs> Sarah the has the vacuum cleaner. Oh no, she has the has the mop, doesn't she? And Mary the has Winnie. Who's she holding? Winnie. Now, have you guys seen the poster for the new one? Is yeah. it? She's got two rhombus. Mary, Mary cops out again. So Winnie's got the broom. Sarah's got Sarah's got like a um a very fancy vacuum cleaner. <laughs> And Winnie and Mary's on those two Roombas flying through the sky. As soon as I saw that, I knew that they were right. I knew that they were going to get this right. I was like, that's funny. And it's just a still image. How is that? Image? But another really funny part that we skipped over is them dealing with the bus. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would take me bubble, in the morning. Bubble, I'm in trouble. <laughs> That would take me I mean, in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I require, I require, I just have children. Hey, it may take me a couple of times, but you know what? This is like, <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's an adult line where you're like, you're like, that's grouse. Seeing Trudy's with us. She agrees about the movie. Yeah. So I hope it happens. It's got to happen in the movie. But another one for um adults funny part that happens is when these two get on screen oh my god oh my god <laughs> and gary marshall they yeah. are like quintessential i i just remember them from so many movies growing up but what face <laughs> yeah master he has a little woman talk to master like that <laughs> he has a little woman <laughs> And this, is a, this is a bless you, <laughs> screaming. This is, a, this is when the witches get clued in. They start to get clued in that Halloween has changed, and it is you know, it is a time for children, not for witches. You know, it's fun and fun. <laughs> it just makes me. It just makes me so happy. Penny Marshall's great. Oh no, you get out of here! <laughs> it's like, go, Penny. Yes. <laughs> Max. What's the dog's name? I just forgot. I was going to call him Max. Oh, yeah. The little dog, little dog with demon wings. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Who looks it a little great. like the flying monkeys in the end wizard. Yeah, house. right. Exactly. I yeah. flying monkeys vibe when he's barking at them. <laughs> like, ah! Again, screaming and running. Screaming yeah. and running. <laughs> That's the best. The, the best thing, and there better be so much more screaming and running coming for this new one. They've been gone it's for a, a lot longer. Clark's finger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 finger of a man named Clark. Now, we cannot go past, if we're talking about memorable moments in this film, we cannot go past the musical number. That was a great Damn. moment. <laughs> Damn. Now, did you know? Musical number was not originally scripted. No, I didn't you get know that. Midler in a movie and you don't put a musical number in it? I mean, come <laughs> on. But Thank when you, when you think about this movie. That marvelous introduction. I put a spell on you. And now I mind. <laughs> it's the first thing I think of when I think of this movie is that song. It is so synonymous yeah. with it. I go, oh, yes, 
that like this movie influenced my childhood so much that a couple of years ago for our dance concert, I can't even remember what it was. We did we did like a must have been a scary theme, and I did a hocus pocus themed dance with my kids. It was so much fun. We did um come little children into this into Yes. Yeah, it was very cute. It was very although it was yeah, it was good. It made me made my heart proud. <laughs> but mum and dad. I mean, come on. For supporting players. <laughs> how funny are these? Two? I know. They love I it. love the <laughs> I love the scene where she uh turns around and she, well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Beer. I'm blowing it up. <laughs> Hi honey. <laughs> Mom, who are you meant to be? Well, Madonna. Madonna, I mean, of course. I mean, isn't it obvious? <laughs> isn't it obvious? And dad, Jula. Yeah. I love that the dad's in full, full Dracula outfit, but in his pajamas underneath. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I notice like, that. That is such a dad thing. Times, didn't even notice that. Yeah, look. Unless it's a very ugly shirt. Look. I think it's an oh, ugly shirt. Pajamas. No, I think they're pajamas because the pants are the same. Oh. Yeah. Because he's they, only out yeah. at night, right? That's when you wear your Because he's pajamas. only out at night. And he's a, he's a dad vampire. <laughs> he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how the witches take care of the parents in Salem. We always criticize, especially in our horror movie show, Uncensored Horror, we always criticize, where are the damn parents in these shows? <laughs> where are the damn parents? The damn parents are busy dancing till they die because they've had a spell put on them. Very convenient way. And like someone has had a thought and went, why aren't their parents around? Oh, okay. We'll put a musical number in here that explains it. So we not only get Bet singing, but we also get, you know, a plot hole filled in. <laughs> <laughs> but brilliant stuff. I just love those parents. They are great. They and are. we get, we also get um, poor Jay and Ice running across the sisters. They call them <laughs> Chicks. <laughs> I love Winnie. Winnie just is like not having it. She's like, you know what? You want to call me a chick? In the cage you go. <laughs> Without the book, they are trying to uh, remember. Remember, remember the spell. <laughs> a dead man's chunks. What's a dead, dead, what man's, what's a dead, dead. A dead man's nose? His elbows. What? His thumbs, his chums. <laughs> it's great. Again, I'm going to call them chums from now on. <laughs> so I could be walking good. around Disneyland and be like, my chums are killing me. My chums. <laughs> but the Genesis think they are safe, they are home, they are happy. Max, um, Max is getting his little snuggle in with Allison, and and little Thackeray's settled down with Danny until they try and do, I guess, the right thing and open the book. Well, he'd never know summoning, about the salt if they didn't open the book. Uh, summoning the sisters, summoning the sisters <laughs> after Winnie has said her 
Um, she's done her big um, Sunset Boulevard goodbye, cruel world yeah. moment. <laughs> goodbye, cruel world. Uh, <laughs> is it cruel? Mermaid, mermaid world. <laughs> she's so yeah. good. Take me to so, the window. <laughs> take me to the window, Mary. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Bet we'd love for it. I think we can get her a retroactive Oscar for this for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good. They see the beacon of light that is placed out and they yeah. go collect what is theirs. Lucky Allison knows a little bit about witchcraft and spreads her salt circle so she cannot be. Because she read it touched. in the book. Yes. Yeah. But they grab Danny and decide that she is their sacrifice. It is happening. But when you've got one, why not get them all? And we then get, we have- again, Iconic moment. Sarah singing yes. and flying across the skies of Salem. And again, you got to think in the 90s, the flying stuff was really quite impressive. Like right. for them to get up on harnesses back in the day, that wasn't a thing. And it mm-hmm. doesn't look, it doesn't look hokey. It still, it still no, is, still, is it good. Works. So we have, we have siren song the entire childhood population of Salem to advance upon the Sanderson sisters' house. Now the the heroes manage to rescue again Daddy. The, they've <laughs> done, they've covered some miles in this show. Like yeah. they are all over town. They are up, yep. down, in, out, all about. And they they get the yeah, book. You can't believe they don't run out of nighttime. I know, right? Well, this is the thing. It happens. It, they are desperately running out of night time. And the potion gets spilt again. This is, again, this is a fatal flaw of the Sanders, of Winifred Sanderson is she takes things personally. She had possibly hundreds of kids just outside of the house. Yeah. But she had to have Daddy because yep. she called her ugly. Ugly. Oh, she doesn't even know me. <laughs> she doesn't even know me. She always wanted a child. She always wanted a child. Now I think I'll have one. I'm toast. <laughs> In classic Bet Midler style. Yeah. So they go a hunting again. A hunting day will go for young daddy. Back to the graveyard. And this is where we get the revelation. It came quite late. Billy Billy ain't a bad guy. Nope. <laughs> Billy's a good he guy. Now, do, you know, do you know that he actually held those moths in his mouth? Yes. Isn't that oh. amazing? The moths and dust were actually in, in his, his mouth. mouth. Because it wouldn't they work anywhere else. They did a little compartment thing they put in his mouth so they wouldn't get wet. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I know, right? I don't. Yeah, I'm, but talk about a commitment with. to part. Committed acting, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. So glad that Billy Butcherson is sure, returning. You can put that little compartment of live moths in my mouth. Yeah, I will, right. I will exclusively through my nose. I know you'd hope you didn't have a cold that day. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Butcherson will return, so we get more we, we get more I, Billy I action. Yes. So we have 
not a lot of time left because I'm trying to think exactly where we are. Literally, the sun is rising. The sun is rising as this battle happens. They try and grab everyone and all that kind of stuff. But as Winifred gets the upper hand again and has Danny, not Danny, yes, no, Danny, yes, Danny. Baby, little daddy, yes. <laughs> Has daddy. <laughs> Max makes the ultimate big brother sacrifice and drinks the potion. Yeah. So he can save it's, his sister. It's touching. It is touching, but all well-timed as well. Because as this happens, the sun rises over Salem. Mm-hmm. And not only that, Winifred in her greed and in her misguided need for revenge touches ground on the hallowed ground of the cemetery and becomes a statue as her sisters dramatically explode (laughs) in midair. Winnie! (laughs) Winnie! Goodbye! (laughs) Bye-bye! And then Winifred's statue explodes epically. So with the with the breaking of the curse, everything can return to normal. Billy gets to go back to sleep. I love you just like <sighs> falling backwards into yeah. his grave. It's like, good night, Billy. And then <laughs> we get and this is sad. It is sad, but it's also it's got that Disney moment where like we lose a favorite character, but the favorite character gets a kind of ending. We find out that Binks, Binks' time as a cat is over because he has broken the spell that he set. That, yeah, you know, and he's free. He's out to. Yep. And we hear and see little Emily back. Emily. Back And Thorin Birch acts her little heart out here. I know. Those tears. She's crying. You're like, you're heartbroken for the little thing, but she's she plays it well. And he he does the he does the Casper moment. I'll always be with you. And yeah. Like, oh. As he and his sister hold hands, walk out of the yeah. walk, walk out of the cemetery. <laughs> and Emily's like, "Why is it taking me so long? I had to wait three hundred years for a virgin to light a candle. What a great ending to a movie! Yeah. And that was it. That is that is the end of Hocus Pocus and. Great film to the end. Now, when this was initially released, it was considered a flop. It was yeah, it rated. didn't sell out theaters too much. It became much more popular. Yeah. So run. it had a it had a budget of twenty eight million dollars. It did make forty five point four million dollars. So nothing to sniff at, but I think especially at that time, Disney's live action offerings weren't that regular, and they weren't no. they weren't event films back in the day. But this movie is a monster now. You can't find someone who well, it's very rare to find someone who has not seen this, movie, especially if you are um, elder millennial. I'll say if you grew up in, if you grew up in the in the late if you were you know eighties slash nineties. Like everyone I know loves this movie, and for the longest time, oh, for the longest, for the time, longest time, we have waited and waited and waited for any snifter of a sequel. 
And who knew it would take 29 years for it to happen? But this Friday, worldwide, kids, we have the premiere on Disney Plus of Hocus. Hocus. Two, with the return of the original Sanderson sisters, Bette Midler, Kathy and Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker, and of course, down the bottom there, you can see Billy Butcherson returning as well. So we have half of our original cast returning, which is okay if because they're telling a new story. I had this argument with someone the other night, like, well, they can't tell that story. I'm like, the Thackeray Big story, like, well, they're not trying to. Yes, it's completely rewritten. They're like, how can the witches come back? They're witches. Like, <laughs> there are there's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm sure there's more than one way to resurrect a witch, and someone else just <laughs> finds finds the way. As Jody says, movie night planned. I think oh, there's going to yeah. be a lot of a lot of epic movie nights planned around sitting around and watching this one. I'm definitely going to do it. I, as soon as it's available, it is going on in my house, and I am watching, <laughs> it, watching it. As I said, um, there's big expectations, so we'll have to see. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Do you think they're gonna they're gonna be able to do it? Or I really it's hope Disney. so. I really, really hope so. I'm so excited. It is Disney. You know, I think it, they've waited this long, and the, the script that they have. Is Ace is going to watch it too? Good boy, Ace. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, they've waited this long. The script has changed. They've got luck. I think for for the three of them to agree to do it, it has to be the right script anyway. For for a little while there, there was going to be a remake. They weren't going to do a sequel. There was a remake with a different cast <gasps> of, of no. very good, no, no, yeah, no. Of, oh. very good modern comedy actresses, but. We have to have the originals, you know, at least yeah. once more. If they're gonna like, and as I said, there there's already expectation that this might lead to something else again. If it's mm-hmm. as popular as they're hoping, I think it will be. I, I I hope it is, and I would love to see maybe one more movie with with the with the original Sanderson sisters. Disney is in the business of making magic. Especially with Disney Plus, there is so much more avenue to create these days. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are um, very critical of Disney Plus and what it's doing to major franchises, but it does allow different stories to be told and different characters that may not be blockbuster characters to have right. a presence, a presence, and and their audience to see them on screen, which is amazing. But I don't think we will have the problem. Of this one, Jody. Very good point. Yeah. I might have to change the Disney password so the kids don't watch it while I'm at work. Yeah, they have to wait. I agree. They have to wait. So, my lovely guests, Brooke will go with you first. Mm-hmm. Out of five brooms, how many brooms are you going to give Hocus Pocus? Uh, always will be five. I love this movie. I love it so much. They could not have done anything better at all. Right? I love it. I love it. Miss Vera, what about you? How many brooms are we going to give it? Five? That's a solid five, five for me, isn't it? a solid five. And as I, I can keep going back to this, but you saw this as a young adult. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yes. it means that it's still translated. 
Like we have we oh, have yeah. the um we have the childhood goggles on, so it's it's close <laughs> to our heart. But you you saw it when you didn't need to see it. You know what I mean? It wasn't right necessary viewing, mm-hmm. and it still managed it to capture you. It's which a, it's a multi generational yeah. film. It's, and it's, more so because yeah, now now the kids that grew up with it are showing it to their kids, and they're getting obsessed love with it. it. Love it. And now love that there's going to be a sequel, there's going to be another generation of kids that grow up with it as well. So I'm going to. My coworker to told fun. me the other day he never saw it, and I clutched <gasps> the pearls. I went, clutched those pearls. How <laughs> dare you, sir? How dare you? But now I see you in a different light now, Mike. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I said the same thing to my friend who grew up at the same, like we are literally a week apart in birthdays or 10 days. Had never seen Mighty Ducks. What? 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 you never seen also Mighty Ducks? A, a sequel. Another, yeah, the, the TV series is going into second season, which is cool. So we're going to see more of the original team as well in that. So if you're a Disney kid, there's some great stuff on the horizon mm. especially if you um are fans of books did you guys see the latest one of the latest announcements on what property disney now has owns the rights to oh no what the never-ending story oh, I saw that. so there is a new never-ending okay. story coming <laughs> i believe 2024 they've got a date up for it at the moment so if you want trauma, if you want trauma, watch Never Ending Story. Oh, I will never get over that. That poor bloody horse. But we hope that you enjoy Hocus Pocus too. Uh, let us know your feelings on it because we're going to watch it. And we'll do a review and maybe in October when we are ha- we're a bit more in the Halloween mind. But. Thank you for joining me today, lovely Brooke and the vivacious Vera. It has been a pleasure to talk about one of my favourite movies. And we will see all of you again soon. Um, Make sure you clean up your seat and don't forget your phone and your wallet as you leave the cinema. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again (laughs) soon on Uncensored Radio. Bye. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. 
No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.